0: Welcome to the Bethany Lutheran Sermon Podcast for Easter Sunday, 2020. Today's message is entitled, What Are You Doing Here? from Pastor Kevin Kreitzer and is a replay from Easter 2016.
1: What are you doing here? That's essentially what the angels asked the women when they made their way to the tomb that first Easter morning. Here the text A living person won't be found lying in a tomb. Jesus isn't here. So, what are you doing here? The angels asked the women. Jesus is risen. He is risen now, I don't know if you've ever asked, What are you doing here to someone? I know uh, in my life, maybe a half a dozen times, little colored Easter eggs have been asked that question by me in the middle of May, or even sometimes late June, early August. Uh, What is in them isn't a piece of palm branch either, you know, congealed jelly bean, melted chocolate. Uh, What are you doing here? How did the kids not find this? Clear back on Easter. Uh, I got to admit, there's a little bit of me that was thinking, what are you doing here? Haven't we been here all day? Isn't it time to go? Uh, But you're here now, and so we're so glad you are. We hope you return. We pray you will be back with us again if you are visiting. Uh, If not, we know you'll be here. And if you are here today, convinced that the words which the angels said to the women were true, if you know and you are certain that Jesus is risen, is risen you will probably say that in response to what I previously said. And you're here celebrating. You're celebrating that, that death has met its match. That sin is conquered forever. That the grave has lost its power, and the devil holds nothing over you What you're doing is you're celebrating. And that's the perfect, this is the perfect place to be for that. Some of you today, however, might be here hurting and grieving. And maybe for you, the sting of death is as real as it was for the women that first Easter morning. And and the feelings they had as they made their way to the tomb were kind of the feelings that you had as you made your way to church this morning. Grief, just as palpable. A loss that is as real today as it was the first day you experienced it. And what you're doing here today, I at least hope and pray, is finding consolation. Comfort through people who will weep with you when you weep but more importantly through one who who meets you here who calls you by name who promises to walk with you through all your pain and who assures you that one day he'll welcome you to a place where tears no longer flow. What you're doing here today is being confronted with the risen Jesus. That makes this the perfect place to be if you're hurting. Because Christ's resurrection is the ultimate antidote to hurt. It is the ultimate gain in our deepest loss, and it puts an eternal perspective on present pain. That makes this the perfect place to be. Of course, I am certain that at least one of you, maybe more, are here today because someone drugged you here. Let's be honest, you wouldn't be here if they didn't say, come on, you're going to church. They even made you get dressed in something nice, because it's Easter. If that's the case, you might be thinking, you know, uh, this is kind of a bunch of nonsense. I know something about dead people they stay that way. And if that is the case today, what you are doing here is being confronted with some historical reality. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is historically verifiable. Jesus was a real person. To deny that is to fight against historical reality based not on truth or data or or, um, fact, but based on desire, feeling, uh, you know, uh, correctness or an agenda. Jesus is a real person, historically verifiable. Foes and friend alike tell us that Jesus is a real person in their historical documentation. And this real person, Jesus, actually died, crucified, By Pilate. To deny that is to fight against historical reality. Based not on data, fact, or truth, but based on feelings or or emotions, desires, uh, an agenda, correctness. Friend and foe alike in historical documents tell us that Jesus was put to death by the power of Rome, instigated by the powerful religious leaders in Jerusalem. And that Jesus who died was raised to life three days later. To deny that is to fight against historical reality. Fighting not based upon truth or data or fact, but desire or feeling, an agenda or correctness. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is historically reliable and historically factual. His foes even confirm in their historical documents that his believers and followers said they had seen him alive and they trusted that he had risen. And mind you, in in their writings, his friends and his foes proclaim through firsthand accounts that they had seen Jesus alive again. The very thing that the foes in their documents tell us that the believers were willing to proclaim no matter what the cost. There is nothing like a presidential campaign season to prove that, that people will say all kinds of things, some of them rather outlandish, all, all kinds of things, things that stretch the truth, string things that stretch the imagination, things that stretch the comprehension, things that aren't always reliable and sometimes outright lies just to gain power or prestige or position. But no one no one tells a lie over and over and over again to lose family or fellowship. Whatever fortune you might have or whatever future you might hope for or flame itself that is life. Yet that is the very thing the disciples lost as they went out over and over and over again proclaiming that Jesus is risen. risen. And they did it because they knew it was true. They had seen him. They had touched him. They spent time with him. If you didn't believe that coming in here this morning, maybe the answer to the question what you're doing here is being confronted with historical reality. Makes this the perfect place for you to be. Because Jesus was a real person who actually really died and who actually really rose from the dead and that actually really changes everything. Makes this the perfect place to be. And while this is the perfect place to be on Easter Sunday, I've got to be honest, there is one place that's more perfect for you all to be. You see, there's one thing that's better than a church full of people celebrating the resurrection. That's a whole people leaving church to proclaim the resurrection in the world. The crescendo, the climax of the gospel accounts of Easter... You don't have to take my word for it. Read it when you get home or later this week. The climax to the crescendo of the, the gospel text of Easter is not where a bunch of people sit around with Jesus celebrating his resurrection. It's where a bunch of people who were sitting around with Jesus celebrating his resurrection are commissioned to leave his presence and go into a world of hurting people or people who think it's just a bunch of nonsense and bring the words that they know are true he is here. He is here to walk through your pain. He, he is here to, to speak reality to you because he is risen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we've come here for different reasons. Some to celebrate. Some to commiserate. Some to contemplate. But for whatever reason we have come here today, whatever has brought us here today, remind us this is the perfect place for us to be because here we meet you. And yet we find out there is a better place yet, the place where you send us as your messengers to proclaim that you who were once dead are alive and therefore you are with us always. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support this podcast or the ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church, you can text the word give to five six two. 210 zero, zero, That's give, G-I-V-E, to 562-210-0463. Two, two, zero, zero, Join us next week as Pastor Kevin Kreitzer brings us a message entitled, A Word of Peace, Please.